Welcome everybody to Foodie and the Vegan, a show about a married couple who love food and we love it so much that we decided to do a podcast about it. So to start off with our introductions, my name is Brian Geraldino. I'm the head of the household. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm not the head of the household. I like to think that in my head. But anyways, my name is Brian Geraldino. And right next to me is my wife, Christy Geraldino. Christy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our foodcast. I just want to point out that I'm not the vegan. He is. I'm the foodie. That is very true. Yes. So, guys, we're going on a journey here. There's a lot of things that have been going on around the world. And we decided since we're home, we have nothing better to do. We decided to start a podcast. And we figured what better way than to start today. So, Christy, this is your first time doing a podcast. I have a few podcasts that I do, you know. Not bragging at all. No bragging at all. Not at all. So, Christy, tell them a little bit about yourself. Kind of let the listeners out there know what you're all about. Again, my name is Christy Geraldino. I am married to Brian. I am a hairstylist, so I am out of work at the moment. Staying home has been driving me stir crazy. So what better way to occupy my time at home than to get back into the kitchen and just fatten us both up before we have to go back to work, or at least one of us has to go back to work. Oh my God, I've eaten so much fucking food in the last month. It's ridiculous. My pants aren't fitting the way they used to. It's pretty (laughs) fucking depressing. There's the definite side effects of the coronavirus and the quarantine. And yeah, guys, so that's a little bit about my wife, who I absolutely adore and love to death. So a little bit about myself. My name is Brian Geraldino. Like I said before, uh, my wife and I, we met at Disney. Uh, Christy, you want to elaborate on that a little bit? No, you just want me to tell the people mover story, guys. Listen, it's, it's, it's a good a story. Deal. It's a good story. Okay. Everybody, when they hear that, like, oh, that's cute. So tell the fucking story. Just tell them the story. All right. Well, we met at Disney. I had been there for a very long time. So I was Brian's trainer. And part of my job is to make the cast members feel welcome to their new area. She made me feel welcome, that's for sure. (laughs) So one way that we do that is we go on a ride and we talk a little bit about the area we're going to be working on. So we worked at Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom and we rode the People Mover because it's one of my favorites. It has no line and we can't really get in trouble for riding it. I don't work for the company anymore, so I can't get in trouble. Um, But we, yeah, ever since then, we have been inseparable. We've been together now seven years. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's seven years. It doesn't feel like it at all. It feels a lot like more than that. No, I'm just kidding. It <laughs> doesn't feel more than that. It's it's crazy. It just feels like yesterday almost. But guys, anyways, look, our show here, we're doing, we decided to start this thing. So basically, like I said, we're going to be talking about food and, you know, from different perspectives. Christy's a, you know, not a vegetarian, a vegan or a vegetarian, and I am a vegan. Um, I decided to become a vegan more out of health choices. I had a lot of issues with my stomach and ever since I was a little kid and I could never figure it out. I never got any answers as to what it was. So one day I decided, let me just go vegan. And I had felt a lot better, not 100%, but I had felt a heck of a lot better than I did when I was eating meat and all those different products. And that's, you know, that's a whole other story, maybe for a little later. But today, guys, we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about how we (laughs) pretty much been feeling forced to cook every single day. It's not like we didn't cook before, just to to let you guys know so you guys don't judge us. And then we're also going to talk about missing eating at restaurants, takeout, you know, is it really going to be the same? And then one of the other things, really good thing, a thing I'm really excited to talk about because it's kind of messed up what's been going on in the world with this whole coronavirus thing, is Chinese food taking probably the biggest hit of all the, um, of 
all the food restaurants. So let's get straight into it. Christy, feeling forced to cook at home. It's not like we don't cook at home normally, right? Right, yeah. It's just harder when you're working like two people working full-time jobs. Right. Coming home, you're exhausted. And so usually the easiest way out is to stop somewhere on the way home and pick up something. So like my go-to sometimes would be at Publix. I just pick up um, something in that area. Our Publix is our main supermarket area and there's lots of restaurants usually there. So you've got all the things. So it's not quite the same where you have that fear of even taking some Publix fried chicken or Publix uh, potato wedges, which are Brian's favorite. Cause we're, we have like that pandemic is still in like the back of your head. Like, is it safe to eat food that possibly someone touched that might or might not be contaminated or have, I don't want to say contaminated. That's like a horrible word to use, <laughs> but maybe is affected with COVID. The probable chances of there being, they don't really know yet if it's turning the, the part, the, the droplets when you sneeze, when you cough, if they're, if they become aeros- in, in an aerosol form. So they don't really know. So, you know, you're, you're kind of, you know, it, it, you're taking a chance and you know, the way I see it, why take the chance? Look, I made the mistake a couple of weeks ago of going to Publix and getting, like Chrissy said, my favorite thing there, the potato wedges that they sell at the deli counter. The entire time I'm eating these potato wedges, and I'm not knocking the staff, I'm not saying that the staff might have looked sick or anything like that. It's just, you, like Christy said, you have that in the back of your mind. You can't help but think, you know, well, damn, am I taking a risk here? Is it worth it? Is it not? So the whole time, instead of enjoying them like I normally do, I was panicking and worried the whole time that I didn't even finish it and I ended up throwing it away and ever since then I said you know what never again and I don't eat out anymore if it doesn't come sealed pre-cooked or raw and it's sealed or it's I mean basically it's the only real way right because I mean everything is pre-packaged sealed you know other than fruits and vegetables which you can wash and sanitize I choose not to eat out personally even if it's takeout I think it even really stems from us working at Disney and like knowing that we had no choice, but we had no choice but to come to work sometimes, even if we were sick. And so that's how sicknesses just kind of passed around all the time is because we felt forced or like you couldn't miss a day because you didn't want to get in trouble. You don't want points. You don't want to lose your jobs and you don't want to lose that income. So we felt forced to come in. So I think that kind of sits in the back of our mind, like. Are these people who are working, are they possibly sick and they just go to work anyway because they feel like they have to? Because some companies are not as forgiving on the point system, even in the pandemic that we're in. So that I think that's something true. that sits in the back of my mind. That is very true. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it sucks that you can't enjoy the foods that you used to go out and spend extra money on that you don't necessarily realistically need to be spending that money on. You could be eating at home. That's what going to the grocery store and that's what shopping for groceries and making food is for at home. But it is nice to splurge every now and then. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I honestly, I miss, you know, going to, you know, like I said, I have do run another podcast with my best friend, Christian. It's called The Critic Cave. Shameless plug. Check it out, guys. <laughs> it's on all the podcast um, platforms. So we love going, obviously, going to the movies. We love reviewing movies. And, you know, I love going to the theater. I, I always say, no, I'm not going to get popcorn. And no, I'm not going to get a soda. I'll bring my own water or something. And I always end up getting suckered in for the giant tub of popcorn and the soda. And I I can't help but think, like, once this thing is over, will I enjoy? Will it be the same? Will it be the same? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be the same. I don't think it's going to be the same for me. And Christian and I have talked about that on our podcast. 
because, okay, yeah, you may say, cool, well, here's what we're going to do. Even at restaurants, we're going to, because they've been talking about it already, the plan is, you know, you seat one table, but then you space it out. Right. Well, that's nice. You space me six feet on this side or six feet on this side. Well, what, what about the seat in front of me? That's not six feet. What about the people behind me? That's not six feet. The people that are obviously going to more than likely sneeze and cough because they don't care. They, they could care less. They bring their kids. Kids are definitely not going to cover the mouth. So am I going to feel comfortable? Are you going to feel comfortable going out to eat? I don't know. I, I haven't thought that far. All I think about is like how the restaurants are trying to stay afloat and offer like curbside or delivery. But and, is that really, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but is that really doing anything? Is that really safe? It's more of like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's more of me saying, hey, come here, let me give you a hug. You don't feel good. Guess what? It's not really going to do anything for you in the long run. It's just a hug. Yeah, but it's limiting the contact with people. So it's just, most restaurants, they say, or they're taking precautions. Like we ordered Pizza Hut the other day and they left it at the door with, and it was wrapped in like, I want to say like a garbage bag or a plastic bag of some sort. So you're thinking that these people are putting on gloves or taking the precautions. But guess what? wrapped up. Not to spoil your fun, but having worked at a pizza place before, any restaurant business, especially a pizza place, you can't make a pizza with gloves on because the gloves will stick to the dough and the dough will stick to the glove and vice versa. Yeah, but it's when you're, that's when it's raw. When you're putting it through the oven, they, they say that COVID is something that can be, I don't want to say killed, but, you know, diminished more with, you know, that long exposure. But of it's heat. not proven. That's the thing. Yeah, but, I mean, give me my peace of mind so I can enjoy my freaking pizza. Listen, listen, <laughs> I don't see it that way. Look, Christy's, Christy's a little bit more, what's the word I'm looking for? She's a little bit more easy there we're positive <laughs> she's a little bit more positive about things a lot more than i am because like i'm the pessimistic one in the group or right? i always find the negative and the positive always that's just who i am i can't help but think well i know that that pizza place is probably really busy they're taking in a ton of orders or whatever else and it's not knocking the the, the that's just the way it is it's just how you have to make pizza that person is going to be in the middle of doing their thing yes they have to be more cautious but guess what in a rush people start sweating people are running around like crazy and guess what your hand wipes across your head, your forehead. Yeah, you may do this and wipe off the sweat on the side of your, you know, apron. But guess what? You haven't killed any germs. The germs are still latched to your skin. You're going to go in. You're going to touch that pizza. Who knows if it's really going to kill the virus or not the heat. Listen, this is That's your just fault for watching Pandemic and all these, like, virus-prone movies. It just gets into your head and I think... That's the, the easiest thing is to create fear to allow you to not be able to enjoy yeah, things because you're overthinking yeah, yeah. it. Look, I know, I know. And that's just that's just who I am. That's just how I am. I, I see things a little bit more differently in that aspect. But, you know, other than, you know, forcing us to stay home and having to order takeout and all that stuff, you know, what do you, what have you enjoyed about, okay, now I get to eat at home? I mean, I've made a lot more home-cooked meals. I've you know, been able to find ways around. So I'll like, I'll Google a recipe because I, I have recipe books, but you know, sometimes you get that craving and I'm like, okay, I want to make, which I was watching TV and I've never made this before. I know this is more about cooking and not baking, but I wanted to try scones and I am not a baker because baking is something that you need an exact science for. Shit, it's not easy. You have to be precise where I cook like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I could never give you an actual recipe of what I made because I kind of make it up on the Same. fly. But baking, you have to follow the measurements. So my mom and I decided to make scones. So I feel like that's a great thing that in a bad time with COVID and everything, something positive came out that I spent more time with my mom and my family and made more time for them. Like, I don't have a crazy busy schedule and I was actually able to experiment in something I don't do very well. They were not pretty scones, but they were very tasty. <laughs> 
And I got things locally too, which was really nice. We went to a blueberry farm that one of our friend's family owns and got fresh blueberries from them. They took precautions too when they were giving it to us. We weren't allowed to leave our car. It was kind of like curbside pickup, just like a lot of restaurants. Got some fresh blueberries and I got to try something new. Still eating blueberries. I'm pretty sure I'll be purple like uh, Veruca. <laughs> Charlie Chocolate Factory. Shout out to the Quarter Crew, by the way. Uh, it's an amazing YouTube channel where I, I made Christy watch this thing on how they like go in and they make like R-rated versions of movies that from our childhood. But anyways, so Christy, Brian. let me ask you a question real quick here. So let's talk about, obviously like we're talking about the takeout thing and all that. One thing I really miss, and I don't know about you, is going to Disney. You know, we're both obviously annual pass holders. We both met at Disney, like we told you guys in the beginning of this thing. Disney's very near and dear to our heart. We worked there for years, you know. It's it's right in our backyard, so we're really fortunate that we get to go whenever we want. We're like permanent tourists. Exactly. I think it's, what, 30, 30, 40, well, 45 minutes for her, 30 minutes for me because I have a heavy foot. (laughs) <laughs> but anyways, aside from the point, so I really miss going to Disney, but what I really miss too is the food festivals because I've noticed it's become, a, a, it's in rotation constantly. There's always a food festival happening. Oh, it's yeah. not just like how it used to be where it's like sporadic. Now it's 24-7 because they realize that's where they make a lot of money. Um, I miss that. And sure. I miss just saying, hey, let's go get our annual pass. Let's take our annual passes that we pay for. Let's drive on over there. Let's go spend an hour, two hours. Let's go try some food and then literally leave. And I miss that. I totally miss that. I mean, I grew up, I'm a Disney child. Yeah. My mom worked at Disney for about 25 plus years. And then I worked there for 10 plus years. It's all I know, like born and bred Disney. So I feel like Disney also really stepped up their game when it came to food. Like, yes, they have the food and wine festivals and they have the art festivals. So I think it's awesome that what they do so like i definitely miss going and i don't know kind of being a basic white girl and eating something there getting a fruity colored drink taking my picture on a mural wall those are all the florida things that are on instagram a purple wall i don't know i don't understand the walk i don't under look i don't understand the obsession with the instagram pictures and the colored walls i don't i don't get it it's just a social i guess everybody's so social and that's like the best part about food is like so you see someone post something like I definitely see like we have for you. I follow a vegan Disney World page and they will post like all the best new cool things that vegan um, Disney is doing for vegan uh, people who have that diet or lifestyle and they taste just as good. I'm not vegan myself, but I will try anything. I'm very open minded to trying any food and Disney really has stepped up their game and partnered have, with a lot of people. They have. It's, it's the one place where, look, I, as a vegan, like I said, I did it for health reasons, not for, you know, animals. Save the show, animals. Save the animals and all that. And I respect that, but I'm not a militant vegan, guys, so don't get worried. Oh, my God, he's a fucking vegan. He's one of those. I'm like, no, I'm not. Look, I'll try a piece of meat. Yesterday, I made my wife a, dare I say, a delicious piece of filet mignon with some potatoes, and it came out pretty damn amazing. And I had a piece or two, but that's it. Like, it's not something where, you know... It's not like I say, you know, I, I refuse to eat it ever. No, I, I'll try it. It's just I choose not to eat it anymore. And Disney is that one place where I can always count on going to Disney and going, I'm hungry. I want something vegan. And there's always a really good option, especially not the festivals. They're stepping it up a lot at the festivals. And I miss that. And I can't. And the reason I ask you this is because 
food festival was happening. I think, what was it? The the Flower and Garden Festival was going on. Yeah. Right? And I, we, we had just gone to it for the first time. And then what happened? Corona happened and they yeah. shut everything down. So, you know, we didn't get to try a lot of the things. And I know it's selfish reasons and it's silly reasons. But, you know, it's nice. Like I said, again, it's really nice to be able to just go to the park for an hour or two as a Florida resident, as an annual pass holder. And just enjoy that. And I can't help but think, what are, what's it, what's Disney going going out to eat at Disney going to be like now? You know, is it really going to be? Is the, are the parks going to be as packed? Do you think, or do you think Disney's going to step it down and say no, we're going to do less people? Um, well, I think that you're going to have people like you, and then people like me, someone who might be willing to take the risk mm-hmm. and see, like, hey, and you know, still have all those precautions, like little precautions, like you know, bring your hand sanitizer and. Still try to do your social distancing, but there's going to be people who are like you who are like, no, fuck that. I'm not taking the chance. I'll just stay home until this is really over. Yeah, so I feel and, comfortable. And guys, look, the reason why I'm so being so particular about this thing and I'm not look, I'm not you guys don't know me yet, obviously, but I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not one of those people. But here's the thing. I have an immune system that's a little bit more susceptible to getting sick. I get sick all the time. I get colds all the time. It's bugs all the time i get you know i get sick easily and i have a lot of health issues the last thing i need is to catch this thing because i'm going to be really well i'm not going to be well off if i catch this more than likely so that's the reason why i'm being so particular and cautious about it but you know i I say that but i know at the end of the day you know we're all humans we're all resilient i know at the end of the day what's going to happen is i'm going to say you know what screw it i'm just going to go ahead and order you know whatever it is that I want, you know, whether it's the, the Greek nachos that they had at the food festival, which yeah. was amazing with the impossible meat, or the polenta, is the it polenta. Oh my God. It's so good. Look guys, you're going to get to know us. We really love food. We're Christy's a lot less picky than I am. I'm picky when it comes to like, I'm the vegan that hates vegetables. Oh yeah. Like that's my favorite yes. thing. That should be the slogan for our <laughs> podcast, a podcast about a vegan who hates vegetables. Yeah. I look, I have certain vegetables I don't like. And I refuse to eat them. It's just a choice from when I was a kid. But man, I really wish that this thing was over for selfish reasons, just alone for the fact that we could go back to Disney and enjoy ourselves at the festivals. Not but. even just Disney, but I feel like Chinese food. Like that is one of my favorite. It's a good segue foods. into our final yeah. topic of the day. Chinese food, guys. Chinese food, Asian food in general, not just Chinese because we don't want to stereotype. Asian cuisine as a whole has taken a massive massive hit yeah i mean just locally for us my mom was really craving you know she really (laughs) wanted chinese rice like she loves her fried rice and she could not get it anywhere she's like is is there any i mean she lives about 20 30 minutes from me but she is like are there any chinese restaurants open near you i'm like no they're all closed the only thing i could find that was open was panda express that was a good 45 minutes away and it was drive-thru only and she's like no i don't want panda express i want what I want. She wanted to eat at her local Chinese places and they're all closed. And it's crazy that they have to close because people kind of stereotype the virus with that ethnicity, which I think is crazy. There's just, there's so many politics around that. We won't get into that, but it sucks that they have to take the biggest financial burden and close where other restaurants are still able to do curbside delivery or takeout. And I don't understand that. I love, I probably have like a, a lot of foods but my top, if I can narrow it to a top three, I'm probably going to go Mexican food first, Asian food second, and then Italian food. I was like, my top three. So I can't enjoy really any of those right now because all my favorite places are sit-down places. So you can't go and get chips and dip at my favorite local 
restaurant and a margarita mm. because there's way too much going on right now. Yeah, it, it sucks. You know, it sucks to see that even though we have all technically evolved as, as a society and as a species, race, whatever you want to call it, that there's still discrimination that happens. And it's involuntary discrimination. It's involuntary discrimination, I think, some of it. But it's really wrong because it's not fair at the end of the day. You, you, drive, by, you drive by a plaza, which are everywhere, and you, you're like, man, I want to get something out to eat. You know, whoever does. And like yesterday, I drove over to Publix, and then what do I look at? I see Subway has a giant sign that they have to literally draw and like marker on the, on the glass that says we're open because it's hard to see because a lot of that plaza is closed. Um, but it was really weird to see, you know, you see Wendy's open and like the line for Wendy's was ridiculous yesterday on the drive by. I guess it just yeah. opened or the other day, whenever it was. And the line was long for that. And the line was long for KFC and Taco Bell and McDonald's. But the Chinese place is closed. Why is it that the Chinese place has to stay closed when all these other places are open? I don't know if it's in, if maybe they're scared that no one's going to eat there. But I mean, my mom and I did get Chinese food. She had a craving. There was a restaurant that opened. They had like a... <laughs> Uh, I think everyone's doing like plexiglass now, but they, it was, you had to pick order online and pick it up at the door and you called in and be like, Hey, I made an order. And they literally would have someone with gloves and a mask come through this like saran wrap door and hand you your food because you had to pay in full. They okay. were not taking any money. They didn't want to exchange with anyone. And it's sad because those restaurants were always open and busy and they had a sign on their door that said open from four to nine only online or phone orders must be paid in full. Yeah. So they're not doing any cash. They're only doing cards. There's lots of fees for businesses to have a card. So they have to limit themselves to a certain window to be open, to be able to get food out to people. And honestly, despite whatever stigma or, you know, stereotype people have because of the virus and what they think, people were still there ordering food. So mm. even like the people who don't want to, you know, order food, they were there. So everybody was there in their cars waiting to pick up their food which so thankfully in that they've been closed for a month and i just know this because of another small business who's also a restaurant she's stayed open and she's been doing takeout and she posted so that she could get more business for another business what restaurant is this uh cobblestone um and downtown st cloud was promoting for them saying hey you know china house is open please be sure to go check them out they've been closed for a month they were promoting china house yes so the, it's, so an, uh, an american owned Southern-owned restaurant was promoting an Asian restaurant. Yeah. It's good to see. It's good to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, like, whether it's Chinese food, see, me personally, look, whether it's Chinese food, American food, Spanish food, whatever it is, I just, I personally just don't want to take the risk. And it's nothing against any of them. Because, look, I, I don't, and that's the reason why I'm like, okay, if they're going to have all these open, but you're not going to open an Asian restaurant, because you can't open because you're not going to get any business, or whatever it is that caused that place to close at least is whether it's Asian or whether it's Chinese or whether, you know, Asian American, whatever McDonald's, whoever the cleanliness and sanitary thing is still going to be the same on both ends. There's still going to be cleanly people and uncleanly people working in a restaurant. So, you know, if you're, if you're that hung up about Chinese food, well then guess what? Then you shouldn't be eating any of their stuff. If you're that like me, then just don't eat any of it because that, that just makes it seem like you're being, not to, not to accuse anyone of racism, it just makes it seem that way. That you're being discriminatory towards one type of cuisine. Why? Because that cuisine is from the place that supposedly this thing came from. 
unfortunately, you know. But other than that, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything like that before we get off? This one was more politics based, but it's just kind of what's going on right now. But we love food. We can't wait for Disney to open and for us to share maybe some food things that you want to try. Some things from the vegan side that we do on a regular for Brian that you might want to try or might be open to or something. Maybe you struggle with the same things we struggle with from coming from split culinary households at the moment. You know, and I think, yeah. And I think that maybe, you know, as, as we get along with this thing, this thing evolves, like I would like to maybe do episodes where we share like, you know, recipe ideas, you know, we take you through a recipe um, or maybe we can review like, you know, foods, you know, whether it's like a, a vegan, you know, pre-made meal or for, for Christy, a restaurant, or like a restaurant meal, yeah. you know, like a pre-cooked meal where you're like, you know, you guys can, send comment you know send us comments you know send us messages to our instagram um we'll go ahead and tag our instagrams on those on our podcast um christy where can they find you actually on instagram um you can find me i have two pages i have my personal page and my hair page so if you ever need your hair done as well little hair plug uh for me there it's going to be christy geraldino hair and that's christy with a k or you can find me on my personal and just kind of see lots of pictures of my furry babies um, at Christy with the tattoos because I have a whole sleeve of tattoos and you'll get to know me through there. Excellent. Yeah. And, you know, myself as well. I'm at Brian Geraldino Films. Uh, I do wedding films, shameless plugs. So if you are ever getting married, you know anyone that's getting married, uh, I do cinematic wedding films. And you can find me at Brian Geraldino Films or at you can also find us and listen to my other podcast at The Critic Cave. Okay. It's at the Critic Cave. You can message us, let us know, ask us any questions. If you have any suggestions for an episode, hey, we want you to do this episode. We'll do that for you. Absolutely. You know, just uh, let us know. You know, we're here for you guys. We have nothing better to do anyway, so we might as well start a little short podcast on a weekly basis. I think this will be what on a weekly or bi-weekly. Yeah, weekly. I have nothing better to do. Hopefully, the stay at home order does not get extended. Yeah. You. So you, let's be real. You <laughs> may see more than one episode a week just because we're <laughs> home or bored so you know if, if i can get christy into doing the podcasting i've been egging there egging her on for a while to do this damn thing she finally agreed to it so there may be more than one a week for now um so guys listen we are foodie and the vegan yes guys stay safe stay home don't go out if you don't need to we love you guys be safe bye